You are listening to Message Rewind from Discovery Church. Hey, what's up, Discovery? Happy Sunday. Good morning. Feliz Navidad. Wait, what? That doesn't even make any sense. Anyways, hey, so glad that you are you're hanging out with us this morning. I cannot wait to jump into the message. But first, I just want to thank you. Uh, thank those of you who who continue uh, to, to sow into uh, what God is doing through discovery, through your generosity. I want to let you know that we uh, have uh, sowed into uh, the Redwood Gospel Mission, as well as NOAA, uh, financially to be able to help support them with, with what they need to purchase in order to help our community. And so I just want to give you a big round of applause for, for continuing to do that. Y'all are amazing. And I also want to do a special shout out to your lead team. Uh, they are hustling Monday through Saturday, getting this uh, this Sunday uh, to work and, and, and throughout the week trying to just connect with you. And so uh, lead team, thank you. Y'all are amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, so let's jump in. First off, I want to know how many of you are scared of spiders. Now, if you're scared of spiders, go ahead and put like an emoji in the comment with the hand so we know like, or just say like me, right? Like if you are afraid of spiders, like I get you. I am so terrified of spiders. In fact, I remember this one time uh, we were, I, I was in my room and I was getting something and I was headed out to, to go back to where my family was. And all of a sudden y'all, like I, I noticed, um, I noticed a spider the size of a football. Okay. Well, it probably wasn't the size of a football, but your boy was scared. I like, I saw it and I was like, ah! have you ever done that? Like, have you ever been so fearful, so terrified that, that you just kind of, you just froze in the moment. Like I, I was walking and all of a sudden I just froze. I just, I just froze. And then, and then I just began praying, Jesus, save me. I was like, your, your humble servant needs help. Cometh and saveth me from this wretched spot. Like, you know it's serious when you start praying in King James, y'all. Like, I was terrified. So scared that I actually couldn't even move forward. Now, I know what you're thinking because I, I was thinking the same exact thing after this, this situation had passed. How dumb it is that I am afraid of something that if I really wanted to, I could just take my thumb and just squish it. Y'all like the sound effects? <laughs> that, like if, if I wanted to, if I, if I wanted to, I could just demolish this spider and yet this itty bitty thing had the power, had the ability to prevent me from moving forward. Now, now here's why I'm telling you this is because I think when it comes to the thoughts that we think it's very similar. See this morning, I want us to talk about the power of your thoughts, the power of 
your thoughts. And, and here's the big, the big idea um, in case you, you decide to check out or, or to go to a different web page, whatever it is. Here, here's kind of the, the, the big idea is that your life moves in the direction of your greatest thought. I'll say that again. Your life moves in the direction of your greatest thoughts. Now, you're probably thinking, John, that's not Bible. That's philosophy or that's psychology. No, but, but, but check this out. Here, here's what we read in Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7. Check it out. For as he thinks in his heart, so he is. So, so what the author is writing and Proverbs is, is actually a huge blessing to you and to me. However, the, the problem lies in the fact that my thoughts are not always edifying to where I want to go. Like my thoughts don't always push me towards the direction that I'm needing to move into. See, because a lot of the times my thoughts are full of my past mistakes my past failures, my insecurities, hopelessness. And what happens is that when those things catch root into my mind, into my thoughts, all of a sudden I become paralyzed and I can't move forward. I can just stay still. Kind of like the spider, right? Like I was, when I saw that spider, like I could not move. I was fearful. I was paralyzed from it. See, what's funny about the story is that all of a sudden my wife, she came running in like, what's the matter? What's happening? And I'm like, the spider's going to eat me then, right? Like, because uh, I may or may not have screamed for help. That's besides the point. That doesn't even matter, actually. And my wife, she stood there, my knight in shining armor. She takes a shoe and she blesses that. But she's like, bah! and she walks away. It's like mic drop moment, right? But, but here, here, here's what's, what's amazing about this is the moment that she destroyed, demolished that spider was the moment I was able to move, to get up, and to move forward. See, when it comes to our thoughts, like our negative thoughts, when it comes to our negative thoughts, we have to decide what we're going to do with them. Because as long as we allow them to stay put, as long as we allow our negative thoughts to stay in here, we will always be paralyzed. We will always remain stagnant or move backwards, but never forward. See, because your life moves in the direction of your greatest thoughts. And so if that's the case, what, like, what do we do? How do we handle these thoughts in our minds? 
See, the Apostle Paul, he actually likens the thoughts that take place in our mind to a battlefield. See, how many of you guys have realized that majority of the battles that you face begin right here? And so Paul, he, he, he likens our thoughts to a battlefield, uh, and it's a battle between two, two sides, right? And these two sides are this, God's truth and the devil's lie. And so in our thoughts, these two competing forces are, are fighting for territory over your mind. They're fighting for territory. They're trying to gain ground in your mind. And the devil's lies are trying to take over God's truth. And we have to decide how we are going to handle the battle of our minds because your thoughts are powerful. And so we read in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the Apostle Paul, in fact, helps us with, with how to handle, how, how, how we move about, how we, how we handle these battles that are taking place in our minds. And so what I want us to do in the next couple moments is, is to look at what the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5. Let's check it out. We demolish arguments in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. So the first thing that we need to do when it comes to the battle of our mind is to demolish the voices. And so the Apostle Paul, he, he writes that, that we have to demolish every, uh, everything, every voice, every thought that contradicts what God has established. Now, this is a big deal because our, our, our thoughts, they're formed by what people say or what we, uh, what we believe. But here's what I bet you, you've gathered by now, is that not every thought that you think and hear always aligns with what God has established about you. Let me say it this way. So not every thought that you think is it aligns with what God has spoken over your life. And so there's this battle going on. And what do I do? How do I demolish these thoughts in my mind that don't align with what God has established for me. And so we do this by reprogramming the way that we think. We, we do it by reprogramming the lies that we've believed with the truth that God has established. Now, it's important to understand not just, I'm not talking about just a truth, but rather the truth. John 14, uh, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth in life. So this idea that when I am reprogramming my, myself, I, when, when those lies, those voices come into my head, I demolish them by what God has established and what Jesus has done in my life. So, so when, when, when the voices come, those lies come that are contrary to what God has established. And, and they begin to, to, to tell me, John, be afraid of this. Walk in fear. I have to reprogram my mind 
I have to remove the lie and replace it with God's truth. And so when fear is in my life, I need to remove fear and replace it with what God says. And God says that he has not given me a spirit of fear. When I feel like I am not enough and, and when I don't have what it takes to do what God has called me to do, I need to identify the lie and I need to reprogram the way that I think by removing the lie and replacing it with the truth that God has established. And so though I, the lie may be that, John, you're not enough. You don't know what to do. You can't do it. You don't have what it takes. I have to remove that and replace it with the truth and says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And so this idea that, that in order for me to demolish these voices, I have to identify the lie and replace it with the truth. And so that's the first one. Let's keep reading uh, verse five. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. The second thing I need to do when it comes to the battle of my mind is I need to capture the thoughts. All right, so if demolishing the thoughts is all about defense, then uh, capturing the thoughts is all about offense. See, because the fact of the matter is we can do our, our, the best job of trying to deflect the voices, um, the external voices that, that try to speak lies over us. We can, we can do our best to defend against the, the, the thoughts, that, the lies that we believe, and we can do our best. But the fact of the matter is there are going to be some lies that make it past our defense and, and land in our mind. And what Paul is saying is the, these thoughts, they, they'll begin to, to take root in our mind, these lies, they'll be able to take, they'll begin to take root in our thoughts and in our minds. And all of a sudden, before we know it, they're blooming and they get bigger and bigger. And so Paul, he, he's urging his, his, his readers to identify those things. And before they bloom, before they fully bloom, that we capture these lies because it's these lies that form into thoughts and it's these thoughts that, that have the power to, to paralyze us, that has the power to prevent us from moving forward. And Paul is he's telling us, he's writing to us, saying we need to capture these thoughts and make them obedient to Christ. See, because here's the thing, Captivity can only happen when something has been established as being more superior. And so Paul, he, he, he's, he's writing this idea that we need to take our thoughts, these, these lies, and, and keep them, hold them captive. This idea that we're placing them under something that is more superior than itself. And here's the great picture and the great idea is that when we can learn to place ourselves under the authority of who Jesus is, then all of a sudden everything that Jesus encompasses, 
has now become part of who we are because we've placed ourselves under him. And so now all the authority that, that Jesus holds now becomes like we now have access to it because we've placed ourselves under Jesus. And so now all of a sudden these lies and these thoughts uh, that once held us captive because we have placed ourselves under Jesus, like we now are under something greater and our thoughts and our lies are now under something greater that our lies and thoughts now have to be subjected and surrender to. This is amazing because now my thoughts are no longer held captive to the fear that I have in my life, but they're now held captive to who Jesus is in my life. See, this morning, what I want you to understand and what I really want to, for, for you to just, to, to, to just penetrate your heart is to understand that there is a battle going on for your thoughts. It's a battle between God's truth and Satan's lies. And they're battling over, over territory, over your mind because there are power in your thoughts. The, the way that you think, the way the, the, there's power in your thoughts. Remember, the direction of your life is determined by the greatest thought, is determined by your greatest thought. And so this morning, my prayer for you is that you would daily begin to demolish the voices, the lies, and that you would held captive every thought. Because God doesn't want you, he doesn't want me to be paralyzed in fear. But he's called you to greatness and he wants you to move forward into everything that he has for your life. Thank you for listening to Message Rewind. Come back every Monday night at 5 p.m. to hear the latest message from Discovery Church.